I'm Candace Long with Lessons in the Latter Days, offering biblical commentary to make sense of the times that we're living in. Today's topic is an explosive one. It's called Warnings of a Nephilim Invasion, Part 1. This past week, some things came across my radar that set off alarm bells because they brought back memories of personal events that happened to me that didn't make sense at the time. But suddenly, a flash of insight helped me realize that these experiences were bits and pieces of one huge, serious warning that I needed, first of all, to see myself, and secondly, to share it with you. Today in Part 1, I will tell you about the three separate events that I witnessed in stages that make up this warning. I consider the warning urgent because I believe it may happen by the end of 2023. In Part 2, I will offer biblical insight into how this could happen, if there is any way we can keep it from happening, and offer ways to protect ourselves and our families should it actually take place. I promise not to leave you hanging after Part 1, but I will give you links to critical information to prepare you for Part 2. Now, before I share these three separate events, I want to tell you about a disturbing bit of news that I heard last week that you need to know because it relates to the freedom that we now have to discuss the latter days as we do in this series. Now, very frankly, these freedoms may not be here much longer. I was on a conference call with the owner of one of the radio stations that airs my show, and he was telling me about a disturbing development going on in the broadcast industry. He said that many of the big car manufacturers have decided not to put AM radio in new cars beginning in 2024. Now, that's just a few months away. This is a very disturbing development because some 87 million listeners per month listen to AM radio, most to conservative news talk stations like the ones my show is on. So as you can imagine, I was horrified because I knew this development was coming from the worldview of the final kingdom that I've talked a lot about that is trying to block us from hearing any other views other than what they control. The station owner told me that if a customer wants AM radio in selected cars starting in 2024, they will have to purchase Sirius XM, which happens to be owned by the major car manufacturers. So not only are you going to be without AM and most likely FM radio too if you buy a car after 2024, you'll have to pay extra to hear conservative views. And that money goes into car manufacturers who are jumping through hoops to please these elite power brokers and do whatever they say. He said most radio station owners are actively lobbying Congress right now, and I encourage you to do the same. Reach out to your congressional representatives and express your concern over the car manufacturers removing AM radio from cars. This helps protect our freedom of speech and helps me continue the work that I am called to do through the radio media. The takeaway that I want you to remember 
And the reason I bring this up is because this car manufacturing development is scheduled to happen in just a few months. I have had the sense for some time that something awful was on the horizon, but I did not have the time frame, nor did I know exactly what was coming. But I want to plant the seed for you, just like it was planted in me, that we could be just months away from something major happening. Now, what you're about to hear is all part of navigating these end of days, because there will be times when the temptation is to panic. But perfect love, the kind that God has for his children, casts out fear. So let's get into part one, what's going on. Event number one was a prophetic dream I was shown on October 27th, 2022. I don't typically share what I see in dreams simply because I realize many of you may not understand or believe how God can speak in dreams. I've written about this last day's movement in a series which I'll link to in my notes here, But suffice it to say that God does speak to some people in dreams and has been speaking to me this way since January of 2002. So in this 2022 dream, I am with a man who is faceless. I'm being shown something. We are walking on a long, straight, runway-type area away from a city. Suddenly, I see a long, cylindrical-shaped vehicle in the sky. It doesn't have wings, but rather a rudder. It starts spinning around and around, loses control, and hurls itself toward the ground very fast and crashes near us. Almost immediately, we see another vehicle in the sky that looks like a regular plane, and it falls out of the sky, too, and it crashes. But before it crashes the plane is shooting at people on the ground. I don't know whether to run to the crash site to help possible survivors or whether to dive into nearby bushes, but a third event in the sky happened almost immediately, the same location. A missile appears out of nowhere, heading straight for the people below, and I'm watching all this from about a football field distance away, and the dream ends. Now, the dream's breakout took more time than I have now, so let me mention five observations that I believe God wanted me to take note of. And just so you understand, seeing and interpreting prophetic dreams is the role of a seer, S-E-E-R, which is a biblical gifting found in many believers today. I have learned over the years to wait for the right time if God would have me share a dream and release a warning. And that time is now. Observation number one. I searched the internet for images of UFOs to see if I could find what I saw. And I found it. A cigar-shaped probe that entered the Hawaii airspace in October of 2017. Scientists reported this object fell through our solar system at an extraordinary speed. They named it Oumuamua, which is Hawaiian that means a messenger who reaches out from the distant past. Like in my dream, that object accelerated, 
rotated and dropped like a stone. A paper from the Harvard-Smithsonian Center for Astrophysics wrote that this is a solar-powered component of an alien spacecraft that broke off its mothership while investigating Earth's solar system. A key takeaway for you is that this vehicle's purpose was to probe. In observation number two, I took note of the time of the dream, which was on October 27, 2022. On the Hebrew calendar, that's the second of Heshvan. Now, the Torah reading that week is significant. It's called Noah and covers Genesis 6 through 11. This passage just happens to cover the invasion of the Nephilim to planet Earth from another world and how their wicked behavior brought about the flood. Observation number three had to do with the regular plane that I saw that also crashed. Now, being a pilot myself, I know that airplanes are built to fly, to navigate safely in the air. But this one could no longer operate as it used to. Now, what that said to me in my spiritual ears was that the prince of the power of the air, which is biblical reference to Satan, is exercising control right now, and we no longer have the freedom to operate in the heavens like we used to, both actually and spiritually. Now, all this happened suddenly, three events, one right after another, ending with an actual missile attack on people. Observation number four connected to biblical studies I had been doing in the Torah prior to the dream. I was noticing the pattern of how God turns over his people to enemy nations. When Babylon and Rome, over 600 years later, conquered Jerusalem and destroyed both temples, in each case, the invasions took place in the same way, in three stages. Stage number one is referred to as a siege, which is a mounting up or gathering of enemy forces coming against a target. Now, when the mysterious cigar-shaped probe revealed itself in the sky over Hawaii in 2017, it alerted our government that forces from another world were up there, even though we couldn't see them. The second stage after a siege is what's called the breach, which are the specific geographical areas of enemy breakthrough, like a particular city or an area of the country. A good example is our southern border. Our security there has been breached after a long time of being besieged by thousands of immigrants. Now, in my dream, the breach happened when the plane started shooting at the people on the ground, followed by a missile attack. So just keep in mind, in any enemy takeover, you will first notice a siege, followed by a breach if the country is unable to fight back, or if God has given over that country to enemies. And then the third stage, if left unattended and there is no rescue, that stage is destruction. The final observation I noticed was that this sighting in Hawaii was five years before my dream in the same month. The dream came right after I had held a spiritual intelligence briefing called How Close Are We? And during my talk, I pointed to 2028 
as a possible target date for the resurrection based on my study of where we are on God's timetable. That's only five years away, the same time difference from the sighting in Hawaii. So for me, the five-year interval was repetitious, and it was therefore significant. Event number two took place on a Sunday evening, January 8, 2023. This was not a dream. It was an actual happening. I was checking my emails in the kitchen when suddenly something slammed into my house. The sound came from my back deck, which is about 20 feet above the ground, and it was near where I was sitting. It was so loud, my heart started pounding. It sounded like a huge animal slammed into the glass patio doors. I turned on the porch light and peeked out of the curtain, almost expecting to see the glass broken, as if a gunshot hit it. It was so loud, but I saw nothing. Now, I wasn't about to walk out there at night, so I had to wait until the next morning to look more closely at my deck, like maybe a tree limb had fallen or the body of an animal, something that would have caused that noise. There was no storm that night, so I knew this was not weather-related. The next morning, I examined the house inside and out and found absolutely nothing that would have caused that sound. Now, to be honest, God has spoken to me before through sound, so I began asking, Lord, what's going on that you want me to notice? I first looked at the date, which was the 15th of Tevet. I realized when looking it up that I had missed an important day of fasting on the 10th of Tevet, commemorating the anniversary of the siege to destroy God's house. Now, could the Lord have been alerting me to pay attention to this date? Now, remember, there were two world powers that destroyed both temples, Babylon and Rome. And on the 10th of Tevet, both of these sieges were begun. Now, to pass on a biblical insight that I have learned, there is a vulnerability in the atmosphere to demonic activity during historic times that devastated Jerusalem. If the enemy succeeded in the biblical past, there is a greater probability of succeeding in the present, unless the Lord finds the spirit of true repentance and humility in his people. I was prompted to look up the definition of a sonic boom, and what I found is that sound travels at 770 miles an hour. Whenever something is traveling and goes faster than the sound waves it projects, the object overtakes it by bursting through the sound waves in front of it, and it's heard on the ground as an explosion, a sonic boom. I later checked the internet to see if a sonic boom had been reported that night, but there were none in the area. So I really began pressing in, asking the Lord, what are you saying through this? At the time of this experience, I had sensed for some time that something was coming that would terrify everyone, but I didn't know what it was. My interpretation of the experience that night was that whatever it is, will come faster than expected. So fast, it is overtaking the sound waves. Now, for those of you who may think that all of this is out to lunch, I want to refer you to the Gospel of Mark, chapter 4, when Jesus told his disciples, Take heed 
or pay attention to what you hear. The measure that you give will be the measure that you get, and still more will be given you. For to him who has will more be given, and from him who has not, even what he has will be taken away. Now, Jesus had been teaching here about developing spiritual ears. Remember, he always said, He who has ears to hear, let him hear. He was talking about spiritual ears, and to those who have them, he was saying, Listen up, something is important for you to take note of. The lesson is that those who pay attention to what God is saying spiritually will be given more responsibility to hear in this way. Those who don't pay attention and just laugh at it will lose that ability and their portion will be given to those who do take time to hear. This brings me to the final event, number three, which was an interview I heard just the other night featuring former FBI agent John D'Souza talking about a UFO invasion that is coming. D'Souza is retired from 25 years in the FBI investigating paranormal and terrorism activities. I'll put a link to the hour-long interview in the notes to this episode, but for the sake of time, I want to give you the key takeaways. As you know, I have been studying and writing about the Nephilim UFO connection for many years, so much of his backstory I completely understood, and I found him to be credible. Here are four of his main points. Number one. The military-industrial complex is controlling this UFO narrative, only they are using the name UAP, which stands for Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon, instead of the term UFOs, and there is a reason why. UAPs are man-made and are different in nature from genuine alien UFOs. He explained the deep state is controlling this and will soon be orchestrating campaigns of fear using UAPs to terrorize the population and make us do whatever the government wants. Number two, the host of the show, Clayton Morris, asked him what the end game is for these terror campaigns. D'Souza explained it was to create a psychological atmosphere of fear and deception by creating a fake alien invasion. Hear me, I said fake. He said the destruction that these beings will bring will be devastating. D'Souza was present during an actual alien invasion in the UK many years ago and reported that the aliens came in and deactivated nuclear missiles they knew were in the UK. In other words, these real alien beings had every opportunity to attack the people, but did not. And that's why they changed the name to UAPs. These man-made beings will be different, and they will be under their control. D'Souza said, quote, I believe the next step they have planned is shooting down commercial airplanes and military jets, and this will be happening soon, unquote. Number three, D'Souza explained the One World Movement is following the outline of Klaus Schwab, founder of the World Economic Forum. 
This year's conference was held in Davos, Switzerland in January, and the name of the subsequent Global Risks Report 2023 was titled Welcome to the Age of the Polycrisis. This is a new buzzword now, polycrisis. The plan is to create chaos and panic by instigating crises on multiple fronts all at once. Railroad attacks, chemical spills, physical attacks on power substations, economic collapse, pandemics and mandates for vaccines and quarantines, the attack from the air, shooting down commercial airplanes with missiles aimed at cities, will make people believe aliens are invaded and panic will ensue. This climate of polycrisis is what's on the elite's agenda. D'Souza spoke frankly about the loss of life that he sees is coming. With no attempts by national and local police to protect the public, because all this will happen so fast there will be no time or manpower to investigate. These things are planned for the end of 2023. And number four point, D'Souza was asked the difference between the deep state and what's called the cabal. And he said, quote, The deep state is the American subsidiary of the cabal which is a global body of the bloodlines. These people have reproduced preternaturally, which means they grew their population by inexplicable or beyond normal means. Now, this is the biblical definition of the Nephilim. So what D'Souza described is exactly what I saw in the October 2022 dream an attack in three stages aimed at the people on the ground, a probe which breached our airspace, followed by a commercial plane falling out of the sky, crashing to the ground, and ending in missiles coming from the sky aimed at our people. Once again, the timetable we're talking about is months and we're just a few months away from the end of 2023. I want to devote part two to giving you a biblical understanding of what this could mean for us. But in the meantime, I will put several links in the notes to this episode that will give you critical backstory to what is unfolding. I especially encourage you to read the monographs that depict in writing with important graphs and charts to help you understand the origin of the Nephilim, how they are manifesting today, both in the air and in leading the military-industrial complex, as President Eisenhower warned us over 60 years ago. They look like us, dressed in their custom-tailored Brioni suits, but the prophet Daniel told us thousands of years ago that the leaders of the final kingdom will be a mixed race, half-human, half-angelic. These are today's Nephilim who are calling the shots in this final kingdom. Now the Father would not want us to panic. Jesus said in John 16, 
when the Holy Spirit comes, He will guide you into all truth and declare to you the things that are to come. My prayer for us is that we grow in discernment to know which voices to trust in this age of deception. You'll find this episode and all the links at CandiceLong.com slash podcast. I want to thank you for joining me today, and I hope you join me for part two next time. You've been listening to Lessons in the Latter Days. God bless.